Do you have this strong intuitive feeling that you are just destined to build a business and a life that stands out amongst the rest, but you just don't know how to get there? I feel you. I've been there and I can see that you are another fellow flamingo just waiting to take flight. My name is Megan Shallow, social media guru and founder of VNL Media Consulting, and this is exactly what I have done through building my own beautiful empire that has become a unicorn in the social media management world, as well as a safe space for entrepreneurs to feel empowered with their digital marketing. All of this was founded on the basis of three magical words, breathe, nourish, and love. Are you ready to learn how to be that entrepreneur who shows up online and offline with confidence, has a business that makes an impact in this world, and lives a life full of connection, love, prosperity, and joy? If the answer is yes, then let's go. We are back, and every single time I feel like I'm going to be getting better and better at podcasting. So thank you so much for your patience as I continue to figure out how to speak into a microphone with no one looking at me and really get clear on how I want to share my story, my knowledge, and uh, connect with all of you. So today is episode number three, where we discuss and I share the third part of how BNL became to be, because it really is in chapters. This story is not short. It is very hard to tell people when they ask, so like, how did you start BNL? Because this was not in the plan. And I've learned over and over again, the most beautiful things in life happen because you don't move your life according to the plan that you thought you would be. Every single time I've made a decision that goes against everything I thought I would be doing at this time in my life, the more magic has been brought into my life. So today we are talking about chapter three, how BNL came to reality. And this one started, of course, with the Millionaire Mentor triggering me to build a blog. And I called that blog breathenourselove.com. Um, I built it when I was 25. And it was all about uh, millennial searching for a sustainable and healthy lifestyle. Because that is really where I was at 25. I had no idea what I was wanting to do. I knew I wasn't going back to grad school. I was living in Kelowna at the time, working like three to four different jobs in order to make bills and do the things that I loved to do. And I really just had no idea where I was going. But all I knew was I wanted to feel like I felt when I was in Thailand all the flipping time because I was so relaxed. I was full of joy. There was so much laughter. And when I came home, that kind of disappeared one day at a time. And it's been a journey to get back to to that place. And I really just want to be able to share that story with all of you as I have established that it has been five years in the making. And BNL Media Consulting is the traffic driver for that goal. Uh, and I can honestly say I am at that point right now. And I still am considered a millennial, <laughs> but I'm watching Gen Z's now go through what I went through at 25. And I hope that this can share shed some light on how I got there too. So I started this blog. It was very therapeutic more than anything. I didn't really consider that people would actually read it. And I don't know if too many people did. I know my mom did and my sister did and maybe a few friends, but that was pretty much it, at least at the beginning. And then once I started to build my blog, 
my millionaire mentor challenged me to start learning about SEO, which is search engine optimization, so that Google could pick it up. I didn't really like those rules that Google was telling me I had to do on my blogs, so I looked up other ways that people grew their blogs, and that's how I discovered the power of Instagram. I was experimenting with Instagram, started to realize I really loved reading all the knowledge and marketing, and Sue B. Zimmerman was one of my huge inspirations at the time. I loved her like branding, and it was so rainbow and bright colors, and she always used the B emoji, and I just thought that was so cool. So I kind of used her wisdom and knowledge to build my blog community, which was small, but it was mighty. And there were always community members that commented on my stuff. And I met a whole bunch of cool people through there and local people. I engaged really heavily with the Okanagan community on point. And that's how I started making connections with the local community. And then I realized, hey, I really like this. I think it's a wonderful way to like connect with people. And I decided to look up jobs in tech because I knew at the time Kelowna was booming in the tech industry. It was really brand new. And now it's very well known for its tech industry. But at that time, it was still really under the ground, I guess you could say. So I Googled tech companies, marketing, Kelowna, Submitted my application to absolutely everywhere. Wasn't sure if I was going to get anything back because, well, I had a psychology degree, but I didn't do anything related to psych- to marketing or business. And I didn't even have a, like, I hadn't done any business administration really or anything either. So I just kind of took a, uh, went out on a limb. I got a few interviews and I also used the power of Facebook. And that is when I learned the power of your personal network is beyond anything else. And I put out a reach out on my Facebook saying, hey, does anyone know of any nine to five marketing positions or tech positions in Kelowna asking for a friend, aka me? And I had a wonderful human being who I had worked with at the gym that told me about his job and the company that he was working for and how he thought I would be a perfect fit. And so he made an email introduction. He got me to send in my resume. I got an interview and I had two interviews scheduled a couple days out. I was exhausted by this point because interviewing is exhausting. And I feel for anyone who's going through this right now, trying to find a job that fuels them or lights them up or lights up their intuition and is like, this is exactly where I'm supposed to go. And so I had these two interviews. I went through the first one. It felt really professional, um, which I never felt like I kind of fit into a professional mode necessarily. And But I liked the idea of being in an office with a bunch of people and dressing like up to go to work. I thought that would be cool. So I really I enjoyed that interview. It was a little bit scary, but also enlightening. And it was for an executive administrative assistant to the CEO. And I was offered that position. But then I had one more job interview that I knew I had to go to, but I was so scared to like go through the rejection process. And if it wasn't going to turn out, I would be so upset. So I remember lying on my floor in my living room, bawling my eyes out in my outfit, my interview outfit. I believe it was a purple dress and a cardigan sweater. And my sister told me, get up go to this interview. The worst that happens is you don't get it. And then you get the other one. And that's that. And I was like, oh, fine, I will go. 
And that is when everything changed. <laughs> I went downtown Kelowna. I opened up this weird door that led up the stairs above a poutinery in the area. And it was very sketchy. And I was like, where am I going? And then I got to a door and there was a face, uh, a logo that was extremely recognizable of, or not recognizable, but it was a logo of a wolf. And I love wolves. I think they're so beautiful, so powerful. Definitely a power animal of mine. And it had no labels. It was very, very strange. And I opened the door and the energy of the space was just so different from the other agencies I had walked into. And I knew that once I saw the whole team chilling in Lulu tights and no one was wearing shoes and everyone was wearing hoodies. And I realized I was like, yeah, this is definitely somewhere that I could call home if they like me. <laughs> and I went into the interview. I had a few of this, the higher team members mess around with me a little bit and make me really nervous. And they looked at my resume and they told me that they liked me and that they'd get back to me. And <laughs> I was wanting this job so bad. You know that feeling where you're just like, you know you're meant to be there, but like you think that the universe is going to take it away from you and then you're going to be so heartbroken and it's going to be so awful and then life is never going to be okay again. That was how I was feeling for like at least four weeks. And then I got an email after following up twice, by the way. I emailed and followed up twice to see if like they had reached a decision or anything like that. And they... After four weeks, they asked me for coffee. The, the two CEOs of the company asked me for coffee. I remember plain as day, sitting outside um, in the sun, enjoying a nice coffee with them. And they asked me if I wanted the position. And that was that. And I said yes, like pretty quickly. I told them I'd look at the paperwork, and I did. But I knew that I was going to say yes because that was the opportunity I was looking for. And this is this startup was unlike anything I had ever experienced. Being able to work alongside the CEO, um, both the CEOs, being forced and pushed off ledges almost every day to learn something new. Um, he, I had been asked, "Do you know how to do this?" And I said, "No." He's like, "Okay, can you can you learn how to do it then?" And I'm like, "Okay." Um, I learned about how to set up project management tools. I learned how to do market research analyses. I learned how to do business analyses. I had never done any of these things before. I talked to, I got to meet some pretty cool clients and experience some really unique products. And they were an advertising agency, digital advertising agency. And I had just never been surrounded by so many, so many smart individuals, like ridiculously smart. Um, I didn't even know what CTA stood for at the time. And they were all speaking in this crazy lingo. And I didn't know any of it. And by the end of the stint of working with them, which was eight months, I learned more then and there with those two individuals who will be forever mentors of mine um, that I could have ever asked for in a, in a university degree. They Every time I looked scared, they just told me to keep going, um, and there was no turning back. And I was watched them grow this company so quickly, and I learned 
how to build a company and how to build company culture and how to support your employees and how to make them feel welcome and supported and inspired and giving them the freedom and not micromanaging and all of these things that they taught me really have been something that not only my marketing knowledge has allowed me to build BNL, but also my like business inspiration from this tech company was a lot of how inspired how I built BNL right now. And so it's really exciting to share this and also to tell all of you that all it takes is one individual to see your potential to change your life drastically. But the key is you have to show up. And when I didn't want to show up, my sister forced me to, and she pushed me to keep going and to show up. And your support system is a extremely important for those moments. But when you show up, that is when the universe rewards you with amazing changes. And if I had never done this, if I had never said yes to tech, said yes to going into marketing, which are all things that I swore I would never do, I would not be living the healthy, sustainable, and beautiful lifestyle surrounded by amazing team members within the BNL space. And that is how when people come through my door, I hope that I can be that for them as well. Uh, it's it, it's bigger than it changes lives. And that I think is where I am just so grateful. So that whole experience, while I was working at this tech company, I was still running my blog and I was having fun with that. And I was meeting a lot more people in the community of Kelowna and I had found a hairdresser that was also a business owner and we started talking and I learned about social media through her. And then I also learned about social media through obviously all my YouTubing. And I had worked for a stint right before that tech company stuff. I went into magazine marketing. So I learned a little bit of magazine marketing, which is a unique, a very unique uh, niche. And I had emailed someone for sales and then she emailed me back like four months later and asked if I could still help her and help her run the social media. And I just said yes. And I met her. I told her what I thought I could do for her based on what I've learned uh, running BNL and building an online community. And I just thought, well, if I can build an online community out of nothing and knowing no one, I feel like I can build an online community when a store already exists offline and has a bunch of people offline that know that they exist. And so that knowledge that I took from learning how to copyright and learning how to build communities through Instagram on my own platform for personal use, well, blogging use, um, I was able to implement that in her store, which was struggling to get people through the door. And I just knew I could help. And we did. And that was my first client. She knows who she is. I am so grateful for her for taking a leap of faith. <laughs> I told her she didn't have to pay me. She offered to pay me a little bit of something. Um, and then after that, it just snowballed from there. And I continued to become a social media manager. And that's after eight months of working with that amazing tech company, which felt like two years with everything that I learned. I took a leap of faith into entrepreneurial world after I had decided that I was going to move out of my apartment, cut my rent in like three quarters, and move into the magical Roanoke farm that gave me the safe space 
to start to scale. And that is for another episode where you learn all about Roanoke Farm and how I made, one would say maybe made the sacrifices and ditched the life that I thought I was supposed to have and moved towards the one that I was meant to live. And with that, I shall leave you there and we can discuss on the next episode. Have a great day, everyone. Continue to spread your wings, fly high. And of course, don't forget to follow us along on social media. Leave a comment below if you liked this episode. And also, if you have any questions about this story or if you need more details, do not hesitate to reach out. I am always happy to share. Have a good day, everyone. And always remember, fly, flamingo, fly. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Fly, Flamingo, Fly with VNL. We are so grateful you stopped by and we hope that something from today's conversation ignited the inspiration you were looking for so that you can keep moving forward towards the life of your dreams. This podcast was produced by BNL Media Consulting with the amazing help of Podigy Podcasts. We'd love to hear your takeaways from this episode, so be sure to leave us a review as well as give us a follow on Instagram at BNL Social. If you need any help with your social media marketing, feel free to visit our website at www.bnlmediaconsulting.com and we would be more than happy to support you. We hope you have an amazing day and we cannot wait to connect with you again next time. Have a good one, everyone.